Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we're continuing our sleepaway adventure. And before we get to it, I wanted to take a quick moment to remind everyone that J Dragon's newest Kickstarter, Wander Home, is going to be wrapping up this week. So if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, this is one of your last opportunities to back Wander Home and get this delightful pastoral fantasy role-playing game. The Kickstarter for Wander Home is doing incredibly well. And one of the things that means is there are tons of stretch goals that you can benefit from if you back soon. So get out there and do it! Speaking of Kickstarters, the One Shot Network is going to be launching a Kickstarter for the soundtrack album to Campaign Skyjacks on September 8th. If you haven't already, follow the link in our show notes to our preview page so you can follow the project and be notified as soon as we launch it. We want to get as many people as possible to back on the first day. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Now that we've drawn everything, um, each player is going to get to choose for the camp to have one of these things. So, like, if you want it to be in the game, just, like, pop in and go, ooh, we, we've got that, and I'll mark it off. So we're going to end up with six things overall. The nurse's cabin. The creek with mud castles. The performing stage. We have that. Okay. The field everyone dreams about. The best stargazing field. We have that. So many fields. Is that a different field from our from our main field? <laughs> this or is, is a that... separate field. <laughs> this is the special field, the VIP field. The sneaking path. The hidden picnic beach. We beach, have that. Beach or, oh, bench. Uh, uh, oh, bench. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, it I'll, is. I'll take that bench. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got a hidden picnic bench. You already got your performing stage. Look, I just, I want it all. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm saving mine because there's some good ones here. The petroglyph boulders, the swamp full of mosquitoes, the path covered in cairns, the mushroom log, the secret kissing grove, which you know your boy is. Oh man! Uh, the abandoned stone wall. So we've we've got one more. Uh, Brennan, you can. Uh, and put me down for the nurse's cabin. Okay. So one of the, each player chooses one just to, yeah. just to include in the camp. Just to include in the camp. So like that is a resource this camp has that we can exploit. Choosing a stargazing field over a nurse's cabin. Clearly you've never learned to play strategic tabletop <laughs> games. I kind of want us to lose if I'm being mm, honest. Yeah. So what's in my adventurer's pack? Well, I got the spyglass and then I just saved the rest for ink and parchment. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get quills though. <laughs> Let's go ahead and do the path covered in cairns. Hell yes. How many cairns do you need on one path? Like... I know. The path covered in cairns. It is lights out time. You're not supposed to be out here. As a group, we get to choose two. These are like very important resources for our camp, uh, so we got to be careful about this. Okay. We can have the camp cat, Ooh. courageous leaders, a culture of honesty, economic prosperity, minimal camp drama. Nope. No, yeah, that's impossible for this group already. <laughs> 
long administrative memory, protected property, easy access to public transportation, or understanding parents. We get two of Economic those. prosperity. Let's be a fancy camp. Yes, let's get, yeah. Ooh. Okay. We're a rich Watch kid camp. Rich kid camp. Oh, immediately I rebelled. <laughs> we, yeah. <laughs> Brennan, uh, all of our characters have just gotten so much closer to the guillotine. Uh, <laughs> the Lindworm Wait, is we a, a guillotine. We got to quorum before I even knew what the vote was. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to like it. Yeah. What else? Wait, what are our other It options? does. Uh, we, we can have a camp cat, courageous leaders, a culture of honesty, camp impossible. Cat. Guys, rich I cat. really want a cat. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get a cat. Clearly, a culture of honesty and understanding parents. First of all, we chose economic magnifico. We chose the we chose economic prosperity. We cannot have a culture of honesty. We cannot have understanding parents. No, we have established that the lindworm is capitalism. Yes, the lindworm is going to rip this. Yeah, the lindworm. The lindworm is magnifico. The cat is okay. I'm fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Magnifico can't understand trauma. His brain is too small. <laughs> Guys, meet me in the spa cabin. I need to discuss something with you. Could someone grab me some snapples you from the snack shop? You literally had a sauna at your camp. Don't talk like that. So, uh, right? A sauna is just a cabin that you light a fire that in. That is a spa cabin. We did have a spa cabin. And we all went in there naked. This uh, second to last part of, of setup is each of us is going to detail one of these things. So uh, you can just stop me and you'll come in with like a few sentences of detail when, when I mention a thing. Where the fire pit used to be. Where the frogs used to sing. Where the fairy houses used to be built. What's a fairy house? Yeah, a fairy house is a structure that is created by using things that are occurring in nature to build a beautiful little whimsical structure. Okay. The, the fairy houses used to be built in the field, uh, but then once we became economically prosper prosperous, we had the money for groundskeeping and it was freshly mowed. <gasps> oh no! But where will the fairies Fairy live? genocide. <laughs> so we each get to answer one of these? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and one has been taken. Where the path used to go. Where you used to sneak away to watch the sunrise where you realized you weren't straight, where the oldest cabins are, Ooh. where the witch was spotted, where the kids kissed when you were young, where you confessed your childhood crush, and where the great battles of youth took place. I want to grab where the kids kissed when we were young. I feel like maybe uh, at some point, uh, Sam went there with someone else when we were kids. Oh, yes. And I, I stumbled across it, and I don't know why, but I've never felt so betrayed by anything, and oh. I've never let it go. I'm loving this. Yeah. <laughs> That's very good. And you didn't see me. I'm going to take where the oldest cabins are. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say the oldest cabins actually are not inhabited right now. They're a ruin. Yeah. And the last people to stay in it were before my time, but people told me about something happening there that caused it to be abandoned, but yeah. nobody knows what. Oh, I love that. Structures on sound. We can't go in. <laughs> Termites. <laughs> I can tell you where the witch was spotted. Yeah. The witch was spotted by an old uh, 
late 1800s stone wall, one of those farmer's walls from way back in the day, not even 1800s, like colonial era stone walls. Um, it marks the edge of the property. Uh, and if you walk to the old administrative building where the actual people that own the land uh, do the, sort of the camp administration work, at night, you can see her trailing you outside the stone wall because she's not allowed on the land. Ooh, great. Karen. <laughs> hey, Karen. Hey, it's pretty, pretty fun on this side of the wall. No, it's not, Karen. Get, get, get out of here. I fucking try, Karen. I'd like to speak to your manager. DD, bring your manager to me. in the back than it is in the front. I was told my coupon would be valid. I am going to go where you realized you weren't straight. I think that was at the fire pit. There's a thing uh, that the counselors do after lights out for the campers. The counselors are allowed to stay up a little bit later, uh, especially like like nominally we're supposed to be patrolling for people sneaking out of cabins, but if we do that, people wouldn't be able to sneak out of their cabins. (laughs) So why? Uh, So we all go to the fire pit to talk to each other and there's like kind of a ritual game that like when when we're kids, everybody laughs and giggles about and uh, there's an age we reach where that suddenly stops. Uh, And it suddenly stopped for me because the, the ritual is in Are You Afraid of the Dark, there was, like, something that they threw on the fire to, like, make it sparkle. Um, so, like, we know what that is at this camp. Like, it's something that is passed down. Like, the older campers will tell the younger campers about it. So, it used to, you, you'd throw this thing in there, and it's supposed to say, on a night of a full moon, that will show you who you really are. And for my character, Sam did that and knew, like, ver- at, at deep at their core, it's like, oh... I, I am not like everybody else exactly. Having that realization really freaked her out. She like kind of clammed up and I think that's kind of a thing that happens to a lot of people is you play this game and suddenly the game isn't a game anymore and it kind of messes you up a little bit. Um, I'm gonna take where you watch the sunrise. Um, in the middle of camp, there's a tall, tall tree. Uh, it might have a quirky name like <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Wow, you knew you wanted a quirky name. You did not know what you wanted yeah. it to be. What was that again? Um, Treeby. Treeby. Treeby the tall tree? Treeby the, the tall oh, tree. Oh, yeah, of course. Treeby. Yeah. Everyone knows Treeby. There are uh, boards nailed into the side of Treeby, and at the top of Treeby, there is a little tree house where you can climb up. Uh, we'll do different camp games from up there, um, but I like to go up there early in the morning. And I, you can watch the sunrise because it is taller than any of the other buildings. Um, and you also can sort of see everybody in the camp and they don't know that you're up there, which is kind of special. So you can sort of be in this quiet little crow's nest all by yourself. Tree B. Love that. Tree B the tall tree. Got it. Heard it here first. So as I have pointed out, this is a game of generational horror wherein the counselors will defend the campers from the lindworm. Some of the darker magics of the world. That means that at one point we were campers. We were targets for this creature and its predations. Um, and the last thing that we have to decide is what happened last time. Ooh. Half the camp danced into the lake and woke up freezing. Flayed animals roamed the woods. One of your friends died. 
and the cops showed up to shut everything down. Each one of you got a scar in the same place on your faces. No one remembers. It's been too long. Did we lose a friend? Yeah, I vote for we lost a friend. Okay, cool. I like that. Cool. Is that your friend? Maybe. Yes, it is my friend. No, <laughs> I'm so lonely now. Oh, Wait, how did no. that come into play? Huh? How did that come into play? I remember you said that. Oh, um. Is that built into the lifeguard or no? Yeah, it's built into the lifeguard. That I had a friend who used to go here. Ooh. Yeah, but something happened. God. So they died. We don't know if they're dead or they're we, not well, here. We, we lost them. We don't know. We what lost happened. them. Yeah. We don't know what their happened. bed was yeah. gone the next day. All their clothes were gone. It's like they never existed. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a situation where we asked the counselors, and the counselors didn't talk to us about it. Yeah. And now that we're counselors and we know about the Lindworm, we're kind of terrified yeah. of like what mm-hmm. that could mean. There was a tree that she and I carved our names on, and Aww. when I went back to it, her name was scratched out. No, no. Do you, do you remember her name? Melody. But no one else does. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't remember her name. I think every time I try to remember it, I forget it again. It's like static shows up in yeah. your head. Since we are here and finally ready to start the game, the last thing are safety mechanics. And that is, hey, this is a horror game. <laughs> and this is also a game that might have like some emotional closeness because we were all in summer camp and we've all been trash teens full of emotions speak for yourself okay uh so everybody except for noel wrecked themselves upon those shores uh so we just want to make sure uh we're going to do lines and veils which is uh things that we definitely don't want to see in the game are lines uh those can be things uh that that like are fairly obvious for for people like I don't want sexual assault in this game. Uh, so that's an easy one. Uh, probably one uh, that that should be obvious is, hey, let's not have any relationships between campers and counselors, because uh, that's also uh, pretty problematic. But is there anything that, that people don't want to see? This can be something that feels personal to you, like, oh, I would feel very uncomfortable with this, or something that's like, eh, you know what, not tonight. I'm not going to talk about fucking spiders. If there's anything that should be a line, feel free to mention it now. We can always mention it later, but we can avoid it if we know it beforehand. Okay. I trust I trust you all. Yeah, this is a good group. Yeah. yeah. And the next is veils. Uh, these are things that we're comfortable having at the table, but like we probably don't want to see. So like, you know, explicit sexual acts between people. It's like, okay, if people do things like they go, we fade to black or whatever. Oh, what kind of or, game is this? <laughs> this is camp and I have heard some things. I was too yeah. nerdy when I was at camp, but I've heard things. Um, and the the next is like, uh, because we've got the Lindworm in the place, murders. Oh, Maybe we all about those. Okay. Me so too. we want to hear about the murders. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. we're, we're all no. pretty comfortable with However, each other. However, how sick is our culture where we're like, sex can happen off screen. <laughs> what kind of game is this? Now, d- is the viscera pulled yeah. out from the Or is it? <laughs> I, think, I think if it's if it's acceptable on like an older Law & Order episode in terms of gore. Law <laughs> <laughs> & has no line, Lord. Yeah. That's is what like, I'm saying. He's like, they pulled his spine out through his asshole. <laughs> and they beat him over the head with him to a skull cracked open. 
Uh, what do you want for lunch? Great. <laughs> so, and uh, the the last thing is is highlights, and that's things that we definitely want to see. And it seems like we definitely want to see some murders. Mm. Um, <laughs> so that will also help prepare our audience for what you might hear in these episodes. Is you're probably going to hear some murders and about some viscera and and whatnot because the linworm is a pretty nasty creature. Uh, so with this. Y'all, we are ready to start. All right. Can I just confirm as a highlight, I do want to see some romance. If we fade to black. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, Um, but if anything happens between Mike and Soph, you absolutely need to fade to black. I don't want to hear it. That's (laughs) my (laughs) Can we go over our lures one more time? Oh, yes. yes, Oh, yeah, what does... Because okay. that means we get we get tokens. So again, Should we put it on our little signs? Any of you guys can get a token if you... Yeah, we, we can add this to our yeah. like nameplates. Uh, put our lure down. Oh, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I'm I'm going to say mine out loud just so everyone remembers. Oh, yeah. Please say, please say them out loud again. Uh, anytime you run to my woods to escape a problem, you get a token. Uh, Soaps, anytime you ask for their help to stay afloat, you get a token. Uh, Every time you acknowledge that you what they can learn from Mike, they get a token. Every time someone answers your voice with their own, echoing your words, sentiment, or tone exactly, they get a token. Every time someone engages with a camper as a fully realized character, they get a token. And every time someone respects me and my autonomy, you get a token. Who decides what that is? Um, is that you or? I think like if, if you think you've hit somebody's lore, um, just say, hey, oh, okay. I think I did your lore. Um, and, you know, I, I think as a group, we can all like kind okay. of decide to embrace or reject that. Okay. Be like, no, you're fishing for tokens. We have uh, some scene prompts that we could go into. Or if someone knows where they would like to start, like a scene that they would like to do, they are welcome to do that. Let's do a prompt. Okay. Yeah, get get yeah. a feel for it. Yeah. You're making the rounds after check-in because two campers are missing. When you hear giggling in the woods, what do you find your campers have become entangled in? Who feels like they want to be out on on patrol looking for two campers? I want to take the woods. I want to get the setting element of the woods and be the woods. Peace Blossom would absolutely be doing the rounds, I think. Although I don't quite know. Oh, you know what? If you're... Hey, we've got tension. Let's do this together. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You aren't allowed so in the woods. through the woods, pointedly avoiding eye contact. So I think it is a clear night. There are no clouds in the sky. Uh, it is close to a new moon, though, which means it is darker than it normally is. Although this camp isn't located that far outside civilization, it always feels like the stars are stronger here. And the only way that we navigate at night most times between the cabins is looking into the distance at those cabin lights that never turn off, which puts us in like this inky blackness between them. Everyone at the camp has a flashlight, but I think pretty much everyone except for Pea Blossom just leaves theirs in the cabin. It's a thing that Sam definitely does. She says that it weighs her down too much. Sam is, like, looking out into the darkness, trying to peer with as sharp of eyes as possible. She's moving closer and closer to the woods. And we both know, silently between us, what could happen if I stray too far. Um, But I am doing one of my regular moves, which is take action, leaving myself vulnerable. 
So uh, Sam moves closer, calling out for uh, the campers. Amelia! Sarah! Peas Blossom is walking behind Sam. Uh, she's brought a flashlight for him, the cabin. Uh, but the farther that they get from camp, the more she realizes that the batteries are dying. So it's sort of sputtering in and out. And like when it dies, it sort of casts this uh, orange glow. And every time that happens, Peas Blossom is sure she sees something in the edges of the woods, but then the light comes back on in full and there's nothing there. So no reason to worry at all. Uh, it irritates her that Sam is getting closer and closer to the woods, but who is Peace Blossom to tell Sam what to do? She's never listened before. <laughs> um, Samantha, come on. I'm going to use one of my moves, which is look to the campers for guidance. I know that you think that this is a great idea, but I, I really think that if you really thought about it, you might find that perhaps the, the cabins are a better place to uh, do whatever sort of behavior you might want to do. What, what do you think? Um, you guys hear uh, a hushed, uh, shh, shh. Be quiet, be quiet. Samantha, is that you, honey? Shh. All right. Come on out. All right. Fun's over. Hey, we, we really need you to get inside, okay? I, I, know, I know that it's fun out here, but, you know, you don't know what's out there, okay? Ugh, this goddamn flashlight. It just... All right, come on. Could Samantha? you turn it off? I can't I just, see a thing. It flickers I, I, on and off. Doing, I don't... From, I thought uh, this from a tree, uh, a stronger flashlight clicks on and shines directly in Peas Blossom's face. Oh, Christ. Uh, Peas Blossom, I believe I told you you are not allowed in my woods. Oh, all right. Okay, well, Jason. Yep. Like, this is, I'm looking for my campers. Uh, they are out past curfew. Oh, and you're, uh, not good at your job on your own turf either. Hey, Jason, what the fuck are you doing in a tree at 10 o'clock? I'm stargazing. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, did you, you see com some campers come out here while you were stargazing? Uh, one tick. I'm going to use one of my regular moves, which is ask the woods for advice. Uh, do I decide what that looks like? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Jason closes his eyes for a moment and listens to the breeze. And then points in a direction and says yeah I think it's over there what the campers or uh yep All right, okay hey wait, wait a minute you think it's over you saw some campers over there no uh, I, I've got a feeling feel uh, alright I mean these are you, your words no wait whoa, hold so. on hold on not fucking alright what are you doing you know how I feel about this shit, Jason. Jason, I, you're always doing this. <clears throat> uh, Jason's gonna climb down out of the tree and uh, quietly Bye. say, I, I was having nightmares again. Okay, okay. All right, well. Hey, Jason, really love that you shared that with us mm -hmm. now at this time, but you're like having nightmares mm -hmm. and you're getting feelings. Like, what the fuck? You know exactly the sort of shit that can happen when you mess around with stuff like this. I don't understand why you would go off and do that. Because I trust these woods. Hey guys, are we having a, a counselor meeting? Is that what? <laughs> oh God. Do we have an opening night? Do we have a have meeting in the woods? Mike. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. It's my first year being a counselor, so I, is I this, think is this standard 
counselor procedure. <laughs> Can you describe to us where Mike just emerged from yeah. just now? Mike crashed out of the woods <laughs> following oh the bright God. flash. <laughs> he crashed in the woods. He looked up. He was in this tree lane and noticed all the other counselors were gone. And ran, I guess Soph's not with them. Sorry. Soph's not with them. Soph's yet. not with them. He noticed that three counselors were wandering off to the woods and caught up wondering if it was something that he should be participating in. <laughs> Mike, no one ever asked you to be here. <laughs> hey, no, it's probably a good thing that he is here, though. Like, is uh, it? We haven't. Is it? We haven't seen any of the kids, have we? I heard giggling. All right, uh, over that way. I'm thinking that I'm going to escape in the woods, looking for guidance about where my counselors are. Token, please. <laughs> oh my god! So that's a weak move for sure. <laughs> and um, Peace Blossom very decisively walks off into the woods, P. hoping to. Get, that's not my name. You shall address me by my full name uh, or not at all. It woods, used to be. The woods are going to make a move now. Oh, oh no! <gasps> the woods are going to make a move. Um, Peace Blossom, as you head off into the forest, it is both tangled and intelligent. The trees stretching with their branches God as in ancient memory. Ones. Uh, you see not the bright light of a flashlight, but the soft blue glow of a smartphone. Sarah and Amelia are huddled together in the forest in the direction that Jason pointed. Um, but uh, they are huddled between the roots of a massive tree that is the same tree where Melody, our friend from long ago, once did something that almost got her kicked out of camp. Uh, and you know that Sarah and Amelia, who are playfully laughing together, are much too young and innocent to know that something uh, very uh, sad happened here a long time ago. So we uh, now have two NPCs, uh, which means we can draw these uh, cards from the blue deck to give us little prompts for who these people are so that when we interact with them, it's not like we're interacting with a blank slate. Um, so we've got the Jack of Hearts. Uh, one of these characters, either Sarah or Amelia, is heroic and charges towards danger. Um, and the Seven of Hearts is alluring leads others astray. Oh. Amelia, are you leading others astray? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> the the girls, you can tell as you approach them, are uh, giggling, and it sounds like they're watching TikToks on their phone. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Amelia, Sarah, uh, you know that we have a no oh, phone policy at the school, shit. This or at the camp. This is about connecting with nature, unplugging, uh, I'm sure you're enjoying your vines or your Facebooks vines. or they whatever roll their it may eyes be. hard yeah. at the mention of vine. Um, yeah, Amelia. Amelia sort of stands up a little bit belligerently, and she's like, "This is the only place in this stupid camp that gets Wi-Fi. This weird big tree. I don't know why." All right. Well, I think that but we I should have to all go up. back. I'll make some cocoa. Uh, we can all have some cocoa. I'm on a diet. Uh, I'll. You know. Uh, you can just. Uh, hold the cocoa it's nice and warm why don't we get out of the tree we were just trying like uh, there were a lot of younger kids that were hanging out in the bunks and we just wanted to watch some tiktoks that were like not appropriate for them so we were actually trying to like help by coming out here yeah we were helping we're being really responsible actually 
Look, it's my job to make sure that you're safe, and it's it's just far too far away from the cabins. I think we should all just go back. So why don't we all just step away from the tree? You know what? I'll give you the camp Wi-Fi password, and you can watch your TikToks back at the cabins. But we need to leave the tree now, okay? Okay? Camp Wi-Fi password? Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, I, I think at the mention of camp Wi-Fi password, I am definitely going to bust into this scene. Uh, you're not giving them anything. These two campers are breaking the rules. Sam, I had it handled, okay? Yeah, you had it handled in that you're coddling these two. They're my campers. We just have to get them away from the tree. There are campers, and they definitely can't be out by this tree, but that doesn't mean they get the Wi-Fi password. I don't know that, Sam. You always do this. You always do this. Uh, so Sam is going to pull you aside. Um, no. And, uh, like, because, like, you can see their their face is, her face is flushing up a little bit, and, uh, she like clearly does not love people challenging her authority, even though she absolutely has less authority than you. Um, so I am going to make one of my weak moves, uh, which is the, with the look that I'm giving you, I'm asking the question, why doesn't your character just fuck off? Uh, she's like, her eyes are blazing. Uh, she's also huge and intimidating. Like, uh, and she I, has bangs. I, I feel like she's, she's pushing on, on six feet tall. Uh, she's extremely tall. Her bangs look extremely good. Um, and the scariest. She's like looking down at you. Uh, and th- she's clearly angry about something else. Um, you can probably feel that, but she's also being real dismissive and harsh. And like, even without words, you you feel how shitty this is. Well, Peas Blossom meets Sam's blazing eyes with her fiery eyes and stands her ground. You think you can scare me because you're six feet tall and you have bangs? I have known you <laughs> since you were 12 years old. You don't scare me. This isn't about fucking hair. This is about winning. Uh, and you think you can win? Where are my campers? Where did they go? Oh, God uh, damn it. Robin yeah. David Ash is going to walk in right now and immediately do one of his weak moves. Yes. <laughs> which is get involved in a conflict that's none of your business. <laughs> 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 Um, so I'm going to get my little token first. RDA! Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin David Ash walks in and goes, uh, Hey, gang. Um, sorry to bust in. Uh, I think we're going to maybe start up either like a movie or maybe like a game of silent football over in the bunks. Um, I wanted to come in just because there was a lot of staff out in the woods, and it's just me and Soph back at back at Chunks. So. Hey, well now it's just Soph, okay? Hey, we were we there Sam. When you guys you look being... up, you realize that the campers are nowhere to be seen. Oh my God, Sarah, Emil, Amelia. Oh, all right. Look, I'm sure that Sam would love to go play silent football. So why don't you just go do that and let me do my job. Guys. Get out of my way. This level of aggression is not great for kids to be around. You're right. You're right, Robin David Ash. <laughs> I think Jason has wandered off to follow wherever the children have gone. Uh, I am clearly like out of sorts and like a lot of this anger is getting directed at Peas Blossom so when uh, Robin David Ash presents the opportunity to not be in the situation okay 
if you guys think you can keep the campers safe, then I will go back and I will run football at 10 p.m. Great. Great. Cool. I think you should do whatever you want, Sam. You always do. So just no. go. That's an inflammatory thing to say. I just want you to know that. I'm sorry. I'm it's sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. Sam okay. walks away, uh, flipping the middle finger. Oh, oh, do you, see this? Do you do. see this? She always starts it. It's a, I can't. Sarah? Oh, my God. Where did they go? They're, Sarah and Amelia are fine. They're both going to be counselors in training. Literally, I think... Isn't Amelia going to be a CIT literally at the end of the summer, like for finale? Yes, but she's still vulnerable right now, and she's in my charge, and her mother is a hedge manager, and so she's just she's going to sue me if I do something, if no, I get not, her daughter get, injured no, or you're not gonna or get traumatized s- in some way. I, Please, look, I this promise is, you, you're not going to. This get can't sued. end up I on my on my on my college application. Like they're no. going to see that I got a camper traumatized you're or not gonna, no, lost you're not gonna or get, no. I understand you're freaking out. Look, Sarah and Amelia, like, Amelia is, like, a little bit of a troublemaker, but the worst she's going to do is, like, show some risque TikToks. It's going to be fine. They're going to come back because they're going to... Okay. The hot cocoa is going to come out in, like, 30 minutes, and they're going to be back in the box. I promise. Okay. okay. All right. You're right. You're right. I'm going to completely just... You're always right. You know, you always say the right thing. And the campers will be fine. At this moment of calmness and clarity, I am going to make another weak move, which is invite the lindworm to act upon the group. Oh, why would you do Sam? that? Well, this By isn't the way, Sam. I just echoed Robin David Ash's sentiments, so uh, took him. Yes, yes. Power gaming. Uh, so uh, th- this isn't the, the character inviting that, though. Maybe in her secret darkest hearts, she is hoping that. This this goes poorly, so people listen to her in emergency Ooh. situations in the future. Uh, this is uh, me, the player, being like, I think it's appropriate now that we think two campers running off into the woods is just going to somehow end fine, that the Lindworm punished us for our uh, our misdeeds. So uh, what we're going to do is draw three cards. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, okay. Oh, God. Uh, what does it mean? So... Now, whoever drew the the Queen of Spades, who is acting as the Lindworm... We'll choose which card uh, acts, Um, but we can uh, sort of read aloud uh, what these cards mean um, before somebody chooses them to act. So uh, an eight is uh, sudden excitement, blinding light, and an enormous sound. A, uh, and that, that is the eight of hearts. Uh, a jack of hearts is tension uh, of the coming coming storm, dark clouds gathering, sudden haunting realizations. Add a new motif, rain. Um, and then finally, uh, for clubs, we have a seven, and that will mean secrets old objects emerging from the undergrowth. Campers who saw the lindworm and won't talk about it. Who? So, with that, uh, we will close our eyes, and whomever uh, got the Queen of Spades is going to choose which of those is going to happen, and we will discard the rest. (laughs) Yeah, let's do the hum thing. Yeah.
Hey heroes, it's James, your game master. Welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, I know I mentioned it at the top of the show, but I want to reiterate that next week on September 8th, OneShot is going to launch the Kickstarter for the Skyjax soundtrack album Skyjax Call of the Sky. It's an incredibly special collection of music written and composed by our dear friend Arnie Parrott. The network is also splitting the profits with Arnie 50-50. There's definitely a big part of me that wants this to be a huge success because it'll be good for the network, but I also want this to be a huge success because it'll be good for Arnie. So if you haven't already, follow the link in our show notes and follow the project so you can be notified as soon as it launches. You'll also get a notification if you sign up for our mailing list over at bit.ly slash skyjackscrew. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a moment and thank our backers on Patreon, and we don't have any individual thank yous this week because we are generating a new list. So if you've been listening for the past couple months and you went, hey, I want to hear my name on air, now is your opportunity to do it. These little gaps while we generate new lists are the best time to join because it gives you an opportunity to ensure you'll hear your name on air relatively soon. A huge thank you to everyone who already backs us on Patreon because we would not be able to make this show without you. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Okay, seven of clubs. So um, this is has not been put in front of any particular player, so this is not happening specifically to us, but rather uh, happening generally to the group. So once again, the seven of clubs was secrets, old objects emerging from the undergrowth. Campers saw the lindworm and won't talk about it. Oh, no. Ooh. So I... as a group, we interpret this together. I think that the character, one of the kids who are gone should be holding something that belonged to Melody. <gasps> Absolutely. Fuck yes. What do we think it is? Uh, I think it's a safety whistle. Oh, that's good. Safety whistle that she put a sticker on. Yeah, a little like a little chibi rainbow sticker. Mm, yeah. I think um I think we heard this whistle being sounded at some point the night Melody went oh. missing. It's the last thing literally yeah, that we heard wow. from Melody. Yeah. And so our two campers, Sarah and Amelia, come out of the woods. And they're fine. But so this is this is later. Anything. We've all been looking for them. This is all where 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 are we gathered right That's now? My pitch, at least. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. I think uh, they should come out of the woods and talk to one of us. Uh, I I would love to try to explain something to a camper and get it all wrong, which is one of my weak moves. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I would also like to do one of my weak moves, which is uh uh shatter your friend's trust in you by fleeing jesus <laughs> oh my god because everybody was yelling and uh that's not what jason's about um i'm going so to a do token, please. a regular move and look to the campers for guidance you guys went back um to the hall you're playing um some silent football at night and uh much later around 11 30 sarah and amelia come out of the woods 
there's some mud on their on we their stopped looking feet. for them we just went back and played football oh I my god i think that peace blossom probably stayed on. oh okay yeah, oh i thought that I, you agreed to go back i had no, i, I was going back. back these two yeah. were staying out oh, okay. Okay. okay i mean peace blossom could still be out there and like not have found them okay it's I had, no actually yeah. okay so peace blossom you're looking for them in the woods um you finally sort of push your way into a clearing and you see both of them just standing there uh their feet are dirty but they seem fine. And Peace Blossom doesn't know why because she is so happy that she found them and they seem to be okay, but she stops and she doesn't approach them any closer because something's weird about the way that they're just standing there in the middle of the clearing and they're not facing her. We'll come back now. That's Amelia. All right. Is everything okay? Yeah. All right. Let's go. Just flashlight the flashlight's flickering even worse now it's it's just it's just puttering in and out then i think in the flickering of the flashlight you see that these girls are covered in mud oh okay all right well let's go we'll we'll take a nice hot shower is everything okay what do you what do you need do you want to talk about it or um let's let's get out of the woods first all right everyone is having cocoa i think it's Amelia, who makes direct and deep eye contact with you in a way that, you know, kids don't make eye contact. And they silently hand you this whistle. Um, and as soon as you take it, uh, like that eye contact fades and she's just like a girl who was seconds ago probably giggling at a TikTok. Um, uh... Peace Blossom is going to use one of her weak moves, um, and she's going to lie to a camper, and they can tell it's a lie. <laughs> Very good. This game slaps. <laughs> Everything is fine. There's no reason to worry. There's there's nothing. The woods are perfectly safe. Nothing bad is going to happen. Let's oh. just go back. Now she looks scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sarah, Sarah looks a bit unnerved. She's like, to be weird about it and the two girls uh rush rush towards the direction of the cabins um peas blossom shines the flashlight into the woods around the clearing to see if there's anything she can see the lights flickering very badly now and she's so sure that she can see shapes moving in the woods but it's impossible to tell at that moment the flashlight dies completely and peas blossom turns and runs after sarah and amelia as fast as she can I'm going to pick up uh, one of the special uh, setting elements, and that is the strangeness, and use the move foreshadow strangeness. And I think we see that shot of you running back towards the camp, and I think we see it through the branches of the oldest tree in the woods. (gasps) And the branches of that tree just look like these gnarling skeletal hands reaching out towards you. And uh, yeah, that's that move. I would like to start a scene back at the bunks. Yes. The bunks are called Chunks, which is short for Chunkman Hall, which is... You are very excited about that. Yes. yes. I mean, this is so camp. Yeah. Um, uh, but everyone calls it Chunks. They're like, are you headed to Chunks? Can you get my Can you get my sleeping bag? It's at Chunks. Um, uh, and uh, Robin David Ash is uh, ostensibly making sure that people don't take too many hot cocoa packets 
and are responsible with the amount of hot cocoa packets they take. <laughs> but fun. So this is like off by the bunks, like the meal hall near, like like off in the wing of the bunks. Um, uh, but also, uh, Robin David Ash loves tradition too much and knows that there's always one or two enterprising kids that steal an entire huge amount of hot cocoa packets and slowly siphon them out in the in the intercamper economy for the rest of the week. <laughs> yeah. uh, and loves that tradition too much, so does turn a blind eye to the one or two individuals that it feels most appropriate would take <laughs> those uh, extra packets. God, that's perfect. <laughs> so are you searching the bunks right now? or? Uh, no, I think Robin David Ash is doing the thing where he is sitting on the table portion of one of the mess hall tables with his feet on the bench, uh, surrounded by a bunch of kids, both on his table and facing his table, uh, telling an old camp story uh, about... Wow. Uh, I'm going to say he's telling an old camp story about Soph. Oh. Um, about something embarrassing Soph did as a camper. Yeah, Soph uh, walks into this scene sort of just as you are reaching the uh, embarrassing part, which is, oh, I got, I went swimming in the, I went swimming in the lake. I went to a part where I wasn't supposed to, where the, the, the counselor told us not to. When I came out, I had leeches all over my ass oh my and everyone oh. called me leech butt <laughs> that whole summer. And it was as I come up as I hear you saying this. And I just like shoot you <sighs> such a luck. <laughs> uh, uh, well, back in those days, uh, Soph didn't go by Soph. Soph went by Leech Butt. And that's an important story that it, we should do well to remember. So, what uh, the fuck? Like on purpose? Well, no, not exactly on purpose. But I mean, Soph, they oh. earned that nickname. They, How many leeches were on? Some say a hundred, some say a thousand. It was four. It was four. Four leeches. Oh, so forty leeches. Four leeches, and it was actually it hurt really bad. Well, and it was kind of dangerous, and so it's actually not really a funny story. Danger is a fact of life. (laughs) Yeah, and they might have had diseases, and so it's just it was actually really scary. Um, and but it was really tough, and I sort of made it through it. And I'm not gonna let any of you guys get bit by leeches, so don't you worry. I don't want leeches on my butt. Trey, I get it. You really don't want yeah, them there. Yeah, I get it, Trey, for you sure. You don't want them there. Um, I wish you would stop telling them. You've only been here a year. Like, how did you hear that story? What if it's we a great call story. you LB for leech butt? I'd rather if you'd... My name's Soph. It's easy to shout if you're drowning. <laughs> um, that's kind of the whole point. So, LB, so let's say we... LB not, doesn't work so good drowning, oh. so... Yeah, you got a point. Exactly, exactly. But so, like, if we were drowning and we shot a leech butt, you wouldn't come save us, is what you're saying? <sighs> I would have to, but I'd be very upset That's kind about of how it, it sounds when someone's okay, drowning. Okay, she'd save us. That's good. Okay. <laughs> I'd have to, but I'd, I'd dunk you a little bit. Little, little <laughs> dunk. Uh, well, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to share your story. But all of this goes to show that a good camp nickname is supposed to be uh, embarrassing. It's good. We, when someone has stories about them where they are vulnerable, it means that we're a safe community because we can share the things about ourselves that were us when we were less than cool. Really? I'm, it seems like bullying and perpetuating someone's discomfort. Bullying's good. I'm going to put, um, I'm going to put my fuck? hands, I'm going to put my hands on Robin David Ash's shoulder and say, um, can I talk to you alone for a sec? <laughs> what? Sure. Yeah, for Just sure. Right over here. Absolutely. Uh-oh. 
Um, so I'm going to use one of my regular moves. I'm going to provide some useful advice. Mm-hmm. Um, so like you're a little newer here, Robin. Um, I've been here for a while, so I get it. You, uh, we are we have to protect these kids and we have to take care of them and we need to maintain a certain status to do that. And so you bringing up sort of embarrassing stories from my past or, you know, I'm sure that you have embarrassing stories too that you probably will tell kids. It's just not a great idea. We have to retain a certain level of authority and status. Do you get what I'm saying? I think in this conversation, both of you can feel the rising heat of a prickling blush on your faces as you've really? both been embarrassed a little bit, probably. <laughs> uh, okay. Like, like an angry blush. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to be very, like, low-key about it. Yeah. yeah, this is humiliation that you're both feeling. Um, so I can tell that I actually crossed the line, and I'm really sorry. And no, I, no, I'm just, I'm just um, offering you some advice. Like, I'm fine. I'm like, whatever. No, I, I understand what you're saying, and I do. I, but I do want to apologize anyway. I. Uh, you don't have to apologize to me. Sure. Um, these kids are mostly teenagers, and as much as they need people to, kind of, I guess, take care of them, be responsible for them, they also need us to be human beings and model like friendship and behavior and. Truthfully, having four leeches on your butt is not that embarrassing, all things considered. I think that it's hum- it's humanizing. I mean, I like- need, I'm when I'm out there on the lake, I need them. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I need them to respect me when I give them a command. When I tell them, "Don't go over there," because there's leeches, I need them to listen to me. When I tell them, "Don't go out that far," because it gets unexpectedly deep, and you won't be able to get back. I need them to listen to me, so I don't need you undermining my authority. And she's got a little bit of edge to her voice at this point. I think Robin David Ash gets a little bit of edge to his voice and says, I don't think we need to be training young people to respect authority blindly. Sometimes situations are dangerous, Robin, and you don't, you haven't been here long enough to understand that. All right? Things can get dangerous here, and we need... They need to listen to us when it's important. I think you might have been here too long if you think a danger to your authority is an existential threat to children. But? You'll figure it out. I guess I will. Hopefully not at the... Children's expense? Yep. Yeah, you got it. Uh, Robin David Ash is going to turn around and walk back. I know. Uh, I'm gonna st- sorry, I'm just going to use one of my weak moves, which is to lose my temper at someone mm-hmm. and just sort of like poke you in the chest and be like, don't tell stories about me again. You got it. Token, please. <laughs> yes, that was, that yes, was token, yes. please. Barely a temper loss. She's very buttoned up. <laughs> <laughs> for me, for me. For, 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 so, for Soph. For Soph, that's a lot. Um, so I think at this point, uh, Peas Blossom, Amelia, and Sarah arrive back from the woods uh, presumably Amelia and Sarah run to partake in the cocoa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Peace Blossom kind of enters the group and can tell that something tense has just happened. Um, so walks up to Peace Blossom. What What's up with them? Why are they all dirty? Uh, I think they might have found something. 
Do, all right, so just question about the game. Yeah. Um, it has to always align with one of these. It doesn't have to. Like, if you want to just okay. dialogue or do something, but th- those will help you play to your character's uh, archetype and spirit, you know? Okay. That, that just helps ensure that your character is okay. fulfilling the role. If you know what the character should do, just do it. Okay. Um, Peace Blossom opens her hand uh, and shows the whistle to Soph. It shines in the firelight, uh, picking up any light that might be in the area. Even if it's dim, the whistle is bright. Uh, Soph Soph stares at it. She reaches out like she's about to take it and then lowers her hand. They, They had this? They were just standing in the middle of a clearing. They wouldn't face me until I took the whistle. Okay, it's um, it's it's probably normal. She probably just dropped it in the woods, and they just found it, right? Yep. I'll just, I'll just hold on to it, I guess. I'll I'll take it for you. Okay. Yeah, I I think she my would... regular moves and shoulder a burden. Yes. <laughs> I'll That's take real. this. She would want you to have it. Yeah, I mean that's who who know who knows, who knows about any of that. But I'll 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 keep this. I'll I'll okay. I'll go back to where it was and figure figure out what's going on. You're gonna go back to where it was? Not tonight, but maybe in the morning. You can point me. All right. All right. Well, we'll go together. I don't I don't want you going by yourself. Okay. I think with that, uh, night should pass. But I think because we've already alluded to bad things happening again, once more I'm going to invite the Lindworm to act in the dead of night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will flip over some more cards. I, well, we've been lucky so far, but uh, those hearts are starting to dwindle. Hearts are generally the friendliest sure, thing sure. that we can get. Um, it's so clever to use a deck. Yeah, <laughs> it's especially like with narrowing down the options too. Yeah, Jay um, designed the hell out of this game. They did mm-hmm. a good job. Hearts, Halcyon, a bountiful world, a heavy weight on your shoulders. Um, Moving over to clubs. Uh, The five of clubs, ghost stories, memories of past trauma, an extra camper who shouldn't be here. Um, And then the nine of clubs, an alluring promise, the scent of distant fruits, campers lured away. Who, where? Um, so, with that, uh, knowing what the options are, uh, whomever is acting for the Lindworm, we will close our ears okay. and knock when you're ready. No. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Which, which one was that? Okay, that was the Mike five. Has got the five of clubs. Ghost <laughs> stories, memories of past trauma, an extra camper who shouldn't be here. Ooh. Oh no. And this is happening specifically to Mike. Right. <laughs> so I'm guessing the way that happens is I hear, I'm in my bunk and I hear something in the middle of the night. I hear a creak out in the hallway. So I go outside and I see a, I see a young camper. I can't make their face, but I see a young camper standing there. And I ask them if they need any help. Um, okay. I think, like, memories of past trauma is part of this. Uh, you can't quite place so this she... camper. 
but their face there's something familiar about their face even though you don't know this person's name you you were about to say something noel is she oddly reminiscent of melody i was going to say way? yeah i think it might she might remind melody is that you i forgot where my bunk is oh um which which bunk can you help me yeah yes I, I assume so but you know it's it's too look it's too i'm gonna try to explain something to a camper and get it all wrong <laughs> oh my god is this a weak move for this you this is a weak move yeah 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 look you can't be up late because look there are things you can't know about that are bad that we will know about when you're an adult but right now you can't know about them here just come 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 with me where, where where's your bunk again i forget you forget well there's is it there there's four of them a a b c or four. d four four they had letters, but okay. We'll t- <laughs> I guess we'll take you. So I, I lead her out into the clearing. I, I take your hand. It's probably colder than I expected. Mm-hmm. Cold, um, very small. What, what did she you, walks a little bit behind you. What, what did you say your name was? I forgot where my bunk is. Can, I'm really sleepy. Oh, okay. I'm really tired. Um, well, don't worry. I'm, I, am, I am, was a counselor in training last year. I'm an official counselor this year, so I'm fully equipped to handle leading a camper back to their bunks. Um, I think we get a bird's eye shot of the <laughs> chunks. Uh, and at this point, you know, we can see how far apart they are from one another. Like it's it's this orientation where, where you've got two close to each other and then kind of in a W pattern like the others out at the edges. Uh, and we can see how very, very dark it is and how the only lights around are those blazing at the front of each cabin. So I, I look for my flashlight. I realize I forgot it in my bunk. I take a deep breath. I start leading her across the misty, empty grass <laughs> toward the far, the, toward D, a.k.a. 4, the farthest chunk. I think at this point from the lake comes a very chilling breath of air. A cold front rolls in off the lake, and oh a mist comes with it from the consistently misty lake. <laughs> and you find that it's a little harder to... You can really only see the path right in front of you, even though you know you just left the cabin. It's it's hard to see exactly where you are and know just how far the cabin is ahead of you. Okay, I, I, I take a deep breath. I try to remember my orienteering courses and to <laughs> walk, keep a straight line while holding. Sorry, what'd you say your name was? I'm really sleepy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, you noticed that um, there were some bugs chirping away, and the closer you get to them, they all fall silent. Okay. Wow. Um, I, I feel like I've I feel like I've walked wa- I feel like I've walked long enough to reach the other cabin now, but have I, or is it? There's never... strangely nothing there. Oh it no. Seems like you just it's it should be here, but it's not. Wow. Okay. The girl who's holding your hand before she was, you were sort of leading her, but she starts to uh, walk in front of you, almost tugging you forward. Oh, okay. So do you, do you know, you, you know how to get back to your, to your bunk from here? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, she doesn't let go of your I, hands. I, um, this is a regular move for me, taking an action, leaving myself vulnerable. So I thought, I, I assume. <laughs> That's <laughs> a regular move. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and so I, I, another regular move is say, oh, do you want to go somewhere else? Is another regular move for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I feel like all right. So I, I w- without any sort of feeling a little lost myself, I decide to follow this camper wherever she takes me. And where where do we go? Uh, she leads you to the lake. Oh my gosh! She leads you in the direction of the fog. Oh, this is not. No, this is wrong. We should really be getting back now. You definitely thought that this path was like you were on the path. There was right. no way yeah, that you yeah. could have gotten lost. But instead of leading to the cabin, as it always does. 
the path leads directly to the edge of the lake, almost as if the lake has just crept up and swallowed everything that was supposed to be here. Oh my goodness. Um, I really think we should be getting back. I try to pick up the camper. Over the lake, you hear a sound that you know logically is a loon, but it's a very eerie, a sort of a whooping call, and it seems to be something that is calling out to the camper in your arms specifically. Can um, you put me down, please? No, I think we should turn back now. I think we should turn. Please put me down. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you put her down, and she uh, walks out a little bit into the water, uh, wading into the water. There's barely a splash where her You hear the it. sound of the loon again, but this time it sounds closer. Uh, um... Okay, um, I'm going to bungle something I was confident I could handle. <laughs> Is that we, a regular move? Yeah, no, that's a weak move. For okay. Me. <laughs> I'm going to try to swim into this lake to rescue this girl, realize it is quickly much too cold and I'm much too weak and immediately have to abandon and go back to shore. <laughs> She's not and, even that far in, but it's, it still freezes I say, you. Oh, I, I go, oh God, I have to get Soph. Soph! And I run back, I run back toward the... You're trying to run back to the the shore, you don't think you went that far in, but the shore is farther than you thought oh it was. Oh my god. And the water's kind of pushing against your shins like there's a current that's sort of dragging you out. It's like just kind of pushing against the the tide. I scream, Soph! I scream, <laughs> hoping, hoping the lifeguard Soph will hear me. You hear the sound of the loon again, and it's closer this time. Oh no. And it, tra- like, I think the loon's call trails into a warbling sound uh, that is reminiscent of a whistle. for this episode of One Shot was provided by Scott Buckley under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. The main theme is Firefly. The song leader's theme is Homeward. The ropekeeper's theme is Dragon's Lullaby. The Fresh Blood's theme is Rainbows. The lifeguard's theme is Jade. The counselor's theme is Legionnaire. The athlete's theme is Crusader. The Lindworm's theme is Cobalt. For more of Scott Buckley's music, go to scottbuckley.com.au. This episode of One Shot was edited by Tracy Barnett. You can find them online at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll have more Sleep Away for you next week. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other great gaming shows on the One Shot Network. Like Campaign. Campaign is an actual play podcast exploring long-form role-playing. The current campaign, Skyjacks, takes place in an original setting inspired by the music of the Decemberists, folktales, and classic adventure fiction. Join Liz Anderson, John Patrick Cohen, Tyler Davis, Johnny O'Mara, and Game Master James D'Amato as they tell a tale of daring sky pirates. Also, it's basically an elaborate retelling of Weekend at Bernie's. 
Just search for Campaign or James D'Amato on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. And heroes, this week I want to ask those of you who can afford to donate money to please donate to local bail funds. Protesters need our help now more than ever. Their work is still so important. And if you can't support them by being on the front lines alongside them, then helping protesters who get arrested get back on the streets is the next best thing you can do. And whether you can make contributions or not, we also need everyone to make sure that they are registered to vote in their area. There is still time in many states to request absentee ballots or vote by mail ballots. Currently, our terrible postmaster general is acting against the post office to prevent ballots from being counted. So if you do vote by mail or vote absentee, Make sure to call your local elections office and see where they have ballot drop-offs. That way you'll be able to cast a ballot without having to wait on a line and risk exposing yourself to COVID, and you can ensure that your vote gets counted. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.